Welcome to Alphabet Flying Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about we talk about all the characters we know and love. Wow, I'm gonna need to change that. Do you want to start completely the- over? Oh, no, I'm just gonna workshop it right here. I really don't want to start over. <laughs> it, it won't take too long. When we talk about all the characters and worlds, oh, changing it up for flatten- season three. Yeah, uh, characters and worlds you've love and have forgotten as well yeah okay i'm gonna do that yeah welcome to (laughs) welcome to alphabet fly encyclopedic marvel journey where i go through official handbook the marvel universe with a guest uh we go through all the characters where we go through official handbook the marvel universe and talk about all the characters and worlds you know and love and have forgotten as well my name is Art, and with me today is, uh, you know, just a really good year. Good start of a new decade. Uh, Perry. I will, I will take that. That feels like an ultimate oh, that's compliment. that's a backstab. <laughs> uh, so it's, yeah, we- uh, so I'm, I'm March? No, no, you're 2020 <laughs> AD. Oh, good start of a new decade. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, yeah. it was a bright, shining year that definitely felt like it was, you know, going to be the best era of me producing content for my own, in own podcast and the things we're going to launch. And I was going to make a lot of money with my my daily job. And that, you know, I, I definitely feel I mean, it feels it feels pretty uh, it feels pretty real. It feels like, uh, you know, that's how things definitely went in 2020. But here we are. And, uh, you know, I'm living in my mansion and I've got eight different butlers who I uh, all have specific jobs, but they're, they're, uh, they're also really, they're just dicks, but you know, it's because I'm so successful in my time that I, I, I'm, I, it's okay for me to act like that because 2020 at its peak was great. Also, I had a baby in 2020. That's not part of the joke. That's a true fact, but I also had a baby in 2020, which is, you know, this weird year that, uh, definitely happened normally as opposed to everything else. But um, but no, we're talking. We're gonna time travel two years into the past. Uh, I don't I think I have a good time thing. I'm gonna just say, oh no, thunder lightning. Oh, we're caught in this storm, and we're looking at the. Oh, oh no, look- that that lightning hit the tree of time. Yeah, and oh no, we landed in 2020. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, it's right before we. It's right before we. Uh, we realize. Uh, it's not the vibes. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, I love a soundboard. Soundboards are great. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about 2020 AD, which is kind of a bonkers universe, and a lot is going on, and we will talk about. I think at least seven different Earths and a lot of time travels happening in this one. So it's fun. It's fun and not hard to understand at all. So, uh, so yeah, this is the core continuum designation is Earth 8410. Um, significant inhabitants is AIM, The Arcade, Sunset Bane, Bono, Miles Brickman, 
Bono. Yeah. Yeah, he, he never has, got out he of the has, fly phase. He has time to be away from you two to be a superhero. No, no, he he took the the fly uh, the the fly uh, persona he had for like that one album. Oh like, way right! Too, oh way my gosh, hard. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, it was um, a great episode of Duo Do Go On where they talked about you two, where um, they postulated that they could just be um, the what was it like the it wasn't I can't remember the character that they came up with for Bono, but it was. Well, Real they had nice. the fly thing where, like, he'd wear certain sunglasses and, like, he'd act like an asshole. Um, but <laughs> I mean, like, that's different than normal. But no, but you're you you forgot to you forgot to mention you talking you two to me, uh, the one of the better <laughs> Scott Arkerman podcasts where him and Adam Scott go through every you uh, you two. That's what it started out as. But what is it now? I mean, it was are you talking REM to? Are you talking something about talking heads to something? I haven't listened to that. Are you talking talking about talking heads to my talking head? Something I think is like what that, that show was at that I, point. Scott Ackerman got annoying to me after a while, so I stopped listening <laughs> to his stuff. <laughs> uh, not to say he's not funny, but it just got annoying to me. And you know, sometimes you get annoyed with things. But yeah, uh, so Bono, Miles Brickman, uh, Brodani, Burner, Carlisle. Charnel, Crane, Dr. Cyclobe, Death Duty, Death Metal, Death Wreck, Death Head, uh, Death Head, Dice, Man, Diceman, Duffy, Effie, Fins, Gale, Dr. Hawkins, Howard, as in Tony Stark, Iron Man, Arno Stark, Irkusk, Iber- uh, Liberation Front, Libdol, Jessica, Machine Man, Melody, Caitlin, McLean, Wellington Marcus, Midnight Wreckers, uh, which is Ancient Wreckers, or Gears, Gavin, Bones, Brain, Hassel, Slick, Swift, Stereo, Dr. Evelyn, Clarice, Sarah Necker, uh, Janet Richard, Richard Saunders, Shield, Spider-Girl, that's Mae Parker, uh, Cynthia, and Arno Stark Jr., Gabe Steiner, Dorian T- Trask, Trout, Vidiot, Virtual Ghosts, Wild Thing, which is Nikki Doyle. <sighs> so, uh, better, I'm going to have a real good. Uh, I can't uh, wait for the trivia, trivia question on this one. Yeah, better listen. <laughs> Bobby Fisher. In the reality of Earth 8410, the heroic age ended in the 1980s. Many of the heroes mysteriously disappeared after which the world was taken over by mega corporations. I'm not gonna, I don't wanna dwell on current events too much, <laughs> but technically by 2020, yes, they were right. Uh, and then the late 80s, oh my god, also that's when so many the 80s were a horrible time. Okay. <laughs> Different conversation uh, for a different time. By the 90s, virtual reality games in which people directly plug their minds. Uh, had surpassed other forms of entertainment with dangerous versions spreading throughout the black market and generating large numbers of addicts or vidiots. Major, the five major global corporations included AIM, Baintronics, Stark International, and Stark Tech, and Trast Tech, um, all orbital platforms, only which organizations such as S.H.I.E.L.D. sharing the atmosphere. Uh with so you know we're already starting with a really heady concept it's only gonna get we're gonna add time travel to that 
Yeah. With the de- apparent death of Tony Stark, his cousin Morgan purchased his company, and Morgan's son Arno inherited it, and the Iron Man name and armor. In 2015, radical anti-war terrorist uh, Robert Saunders activated Stark's Planet Buster nuclear weapon. Iron Man inadvertently slew Saunders bef- before realizing his only retinal only his retinal scan can deactivate the weapon. Arno used the time machine to seek a retinal scan of Saunders' younger self to, deac- to, to deactivate the weapon, uh, arriving in the modern era of Earth-616, slaying Blizzard and fighting Iron Man. By the way, if you want to see a buck-wild issue of Spider-Man... <laughs> The issue where Blizzard dies. The second one. Arno Stark literally shows up out of nowhere, literally evaporates this man in front of Spider-Man, fights him, and then goes off into the future, realizing that he couldn't save it. It is a book wild issue. Oh, by the way, it showed. Uh, by the way, it first appeared in Machine Man issue number one. I skipped over that. Machine Man issue number one, eighteen, the nineteen eighty four. It's not. It's the one that would have spun off of uh, the two thousand one Space Odyssey that Kirby did, um, which had almost nothing to do with two thousand one Space Odyssey. Um, Machine Man showed up in it, uh, but yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, so back in 2015, uh, wait, sorry. Uh, ultimately, uh, he only succeeded in scarring the Earth 616 Saunders, causing him to vow vengeance on his attacker and setting him on the path to future violence. Um, in, back in 2015, Arno's main office was destroyed and his wife and son killed. Arno became bitter and hardened, rebuilding his uh, company via robotics and he enhanced his profits via merc- uh, mercenary work as Iron Man, which is one way of doing it. Um, in 2018, oh god, they need to stop using years that already passed. <sighs> 2018, uh, Ames Precognitive Decision uh, Division discovered a known threat that would obliterate the them in the near future. To prevent this, they directed Doctor Evelyn Necker to perfect a weapon ASAP that would perfect them from said threat. Rushing her minion project, she would use spare auto parts, creating a cyborg warrior, unwittingly using an alcoholic's brain, resulting in the liquor-guzzling behemoth death threat. Unwitting, unwittingly stealing and activating Necker's uh, time disc, death threat traveled to Earth 926 via was circa... 19 uh 2099 or 2099 ad which by the way that's the next thing we're going to be talking about uh where he encountered loss uh lozoff bergen who named uh death wrecker as his old enemy attaching a bomb to his body and sending him into the past via the time disc to destroy both he and necker however the time disc instead sent death wreck to uh, los angeles Earth two thousand uh, Earth six one six circa nineteen thirty four AD, where he left the bomb behind and briefly worked for the mobster Louis Carmano before getting drunk, actually killing Carmino man, uh, men and traveling to New York. New York Earth. <laughs> 
God damn. Ooh, this one's so confusing. Earth, I already mentioned three different two episode, Earths. Two episodes into this season, and it's just like the densest yeah, ooh, information. Um, Earth 93122 circa 2053 AD. Briefly smuggling, briefly struggling with Enforcer slash Cop Dredge. And by the way, that was a reference to Dredge Dread. Um, no. Yeah. Well, really? Just, well, not everyone would get it, the It reference. didn't feel ham-fisted at all. And this also, by the way, that also started as a, uh, it also, uh, the Death Wreck and Death Head right. was a UK, Comics UK, I mean, uh, Marvel UK thing. Mm. Which is why they're, what, one of them meets Doctor Who. And also Rodimus <laughs> Prime, which by the way, we will talk about uh, Transformers in this. <laughs> I, I spit when you you said that because I laughed so hard at it. It's uh, but that's real. The, that's the fake Doctor Who, right? The no, Professor. Um, no, no actual okay. Doctor Who because Marvel Stupid. had a Doctor Who license. It's ridiculous. Also, Rodimus Prime uh, also shows. I'm just ooh, I. I both love it and hate it. Um, it's great. I love comics, but also at the same time, why? Um, <laughs> I mean, there was a point where Batman met like a 90 year old Sherlock Holmes. So yeah. Well, death wreck was shunted across time again to Washington, DC earth 94, 13 circa 2193, where he was a hero of Olivia D. Uh, Diamond and her West Side Minion Appreciation Society, defeating reactionary Senator Mick Hart and his Path of Righteousness, traveling to Earth 628 circa 20, oh God. Uh, <sighs> circa 2085 AD, Deathwreck encountered Burgeon again, though it was the first time for Burgeon. Imprisoned, Deathwreck was rescued by his creator, Dr. Necker, who tracked him in time and took him back to Earth 8410, circa 2018 AD, but not before they disrupted Bergen's, a Bergen's vitality-enhancing gene pool, leaving Bergen's hideously deformed. Deathrex stole the, his time disc from Dr. Necker and took Olivia de Diamond with him, searching for adventure. In his next drink. That was very, that was a very dense That was a lot. Paragraph. It's okay. We'll get through it. <laughs> that being said, you, I definitely want to read more of it. No, I want to read more of it after that. Cause I'm just like, this is so dense. I don't understand it. I need to be able to right. recite this do off you, the top of my head. Do you worry that this podcast is going uh, to become unlistenable eventually? <laughs> uh, no, it's not going to. It's just these worlds <laughs> might get a little weird, and some of them are going to become real. I- I'm going to have to read some of this stuff, so some of the stuff that's being mentioned that I have no idea about, so I can... Fair enough. You know, describe it better. Yeah. Because I can't really say much besides what's on the page. Well, I can't, I can't wait. I, I, I can't wait to hear what the uh, trivia question is for this one. Oh, it's going to be real great. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> so, a Machine Man, or a duplicate of him, uh, was disassembled and packed away in the depths of Banetronics, who owned, the, owned by Machine Man's old enemy, Bane Su- Sunset Bane. In the year 2020, his obsolete container was dumped by a worker drone, and he was discovered and rebuilt by Brian 
Hassel, Slick, and Swift of the Midnight Wreckers, who were shunned for uh, who shunned the corporate world, salvaging anything they found to build a life for themselves. Machine Man was reunited with the ancient wrecker, actually his old friend Gears Gavin. Uh, Sunset Bane had rebuilt the robot Jessica, another former Machine Man ally, who served as who had served as her companion for decades. Bane sought to destroy Machine Man with the aid of Iron Man, but the Wreckers helped Machine Man and forced her to uh, cease her assaults. With the Wreckers floating sanctuary discovered, they relocated east. Iron Man encountered Death's Head, the mercenary slash freelance peacekeeping agent, who set up shop in 2020, and the two fought before teaming up to overcome their manipulators. The gambling dice men, while based in this timeline, uh, Death Head uh, met his creators, Lupex and Pyra, slaying the former. Worked for the Time uh, Variance Authority, by the way. Time Variance Authority came up in a, a Marvel UK book. Fun and fact. and in Loki. Yeah, but it was created in Marvel UK. That's what. I was, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I know. That's um. I'm not a pleb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I have a subscription service. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and briefly investigated by the time. Briefly in the. So he briefly investigated the time bubble of Earth 8810 and brought justice to the criminal Bono, whose counterpart he outmaneuvered Earth 616 She Hulk for some time in the heroic age. However, Dr. Necker's next uh, minion, Cyborg slew and succeeded Deathhead. Although his predecessor's mind and personality, among countless others, were incorporated into its uh, programming, the remnants of the previous Deathhead had merged with the necromancer Baron Strucker V, who became immensely powerful and demo- uh, who became the immensely powerful and demonic uh, charnel uh, who assaulted Earth 616 while being torn in half and sent to opposite ends of the time stream. Which is uh, the proper way to get rid of anyone. Kang the Conqueror later manipulated uh, Iron Man into joining forces with Spider-Girl, the 20-something Venom Blast-firing daughter of Spider-Man, to prevent Earth-9870, Aliyah, and Earth-616 Spider-Man, and Cable from locating... Kang's weapon, which threatened to destroy a multitude of timelines. The Travelers were assisted by Machine Man and the Wreckers, and Spider-Girl ultimately turned against Iron Man as well, allowing the time-displaced heroes to succeed. Iron Man had several other encounters with the Machine Man and the Wreckers. He designated his Ironbot drones and later a Legion of Iron Men to assist his efforts. One such battle was briefly glimpsed by the time-traveling Thunderstrike, of Earth 616. Iron Man was pulled out of the time was pulled out of time on multiple occasions by Zarko, the Tomorrow Man, in battling the Fantastic Four, possibly by Immortus to serve in his Legion of the Unliving against the Avengers, by the Timekeepers who oppose the Avengers in the Citadel at the end of time, and several others. Iron Man claimed to have slain Machine Man at some point, though this remains unconfirmed uh, iron man 
apparently had a change of heart after rescuing Mickey McLean from the Ekrusk Liberation Front and stopped his father, then stopped his father, Wellington Marcus, from unleashing a computer virus to cripple the planet's technology. Mickey and Arno began dating, and uh, Marcus's uh, former assistant, Howard, came to work for Arno, intending to help him rebuild his armor and teach him to be a better man. Uh, Arno had no idea that Howard was in fact his uncle, Tony Stark, who merely faked his death years before. With Mickey and Howard's assistant, he uh, decided to pursue more noble goals. So, what, what are you thinking so far? I'm very lost. <laughs> you should be. Like, I mean, I'm getting it. Like, I get it for the most part, but also at sure. the same time, like, you know, there's a lot going on. I, I think that where, I think I might have said this last week as well, but um, with the the what-if stories, <clears throat> Marvel is usually the most successful if they don't try to incorporate characters that are like from another universe or another timeline or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's better just to kind of see how the, the world plays out on its own. And to be fair, this is kind of like just a dumping point of a lot of people who just want the cool looking Iron Man. It feels like it, (laughs) which I'm, I'm okay with because I like Arno Stark's um, design a lot. Yeah. So, well, that his Iron Man, Iron Man 2020. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, uh, by the way, read Iron Man 2020. Uh, It came out in 2020, by the way. (laughs) As you probably, because obviously they do that. It's like a five uh, issue run. Pretty good. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Um, That was still when uh, Tony Stark was an AI in a meat body because he was in a coma. Oh, right. Yeah. Man, I can't believe it was that recent. Now, now Tony Stark is uh, not in a coma and also going to be marrying Patsy Walker, which surprisingly is the third worst person that she uh, that she was going to marry, which is weird because normally <laughs> marrying Tony Stark would be the first worst person you would marry. But no, he's the third. Yeah, she has well, real bad taste in men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Also, that run, by the way, the, uh, the newest Iron Man series is so good. It is so good. Um, you should definitely I need, read it. I need. I definitely need to uh, to catch up on that. It's good. Um, I don't want to. I, I just want to give you the um, the just a concept that happens. Iron God happens. Oh, okay. At one point. Um, and let's just say um, he made Reed Richards dumber somehow. Ooh, <laughs> hints. Not a hint, but yeah. What what's what does that mean? You should definitely read it. It's good. Um, if anything, for the uh, uh, for the arc where he's stuck in an alternate uh, universe where Ultimos were uh, continuously at, uh, attacking people, and like Stiltman was like a leader of a village, there's a bunch of people with like armor. Oh, like, okay. Dark. Yeah, no, it's real good. Uh, read it. It's um, I never think you. <laughs> it's a weird story. It's a weird right. story. Yeah. Um, he's getting into a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah. Um, also Hellcat's in it, so you know. Be sure so you okay. Um, so okay, <clears throat> I like what they're doing here because this is a this is basically a dumping ground of a bunch of different characters, right? So they're taking it a character at a time, like a story beat at a yeah. time, instead of yeah. trying to do it chronologically, um, which is good. Um, so another dredge 
from other dredges of society came uh, another hero, Nikki Doyle, through a vidiot. She possessed an inherent ability to manipulate programs she entered. Oh, man, you gotta love the 90s. Um, <laughs> this is 100% it was, 90s. It was by, like, eight floppy disks. Like, this is 100% <laughs> in the 90s. I'm very, I'm very okay with this. Um, drafted into service by the government agency, the Arcade, in exchange for her release from prison as Wild Thing. She helped uh, save other idiots and bring down uh, those who use cyberspace to profit from others. Oh man, she should be in nowadays. Like she really needs. <laughs> someone needs to break up Amazon and uh oh and uh, Facebook real quick. Um, because they profit off other people's miseries. Get it? Okay, I, cool. Yeah, I can't. I still cannot believe that there is a, like a, uh, a a real estate market that exists within the metaverse. Like, oh, I mean, it's also a scam. What? Uh, but yeah, you know, no, it it absolutely is. But like, what do I have to do to build? real estate in a virtual market so that I can actually make that money. By the way, as of recording <laughs> right now, um, at this time, because like you will not know, I'm not going to tell you the date, but uh, because this is identical to almost every, this happens maybe every week, but there's was two, two high profile people, uh, high profile crypto scams, both rug pulls. Really? One tricked a bunch of kids, basically a bunch of kids into buying stuff and when he was interviewed he'd be like do you know this is wrong be like you should give the money back be like yeah i should but i'm not like oh my gosh and then there's another one which by the way i'm actually okay with this one because uh but it was an nft scam where someone was just like yeah all the money that i spent on this will um will put into saving endangered animals um and uh what (sighs) happened very recently is just like um you know what I d- like literally on Twitter. We'll put this this exact tweet. You know what? I'm thinking about the charities that I should give to, and I'm thinking the charity should be my wallet. And then he just shut it down after that. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> he made off with like some 50k. Of Thank money. God. I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Although okay, like first off, fuck him. First off, he sucks. Well, yeah. Well, but also yeah, at the same time, he had the audacity. I'm very, I, like you know, you got to give him points for having the audacity. Right. Of he yeah. could have done it quietly, but no, he was just like, "Yo, I scammed all of you." A uh, bye, because technically he didn't do anything wrong. Like he didn't do anything illegal, and they have no recourse because it's the blockchain. Yeah, and exactly. Because crypto is dumb. It's a dumb version of an already dumb thing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, okay, but whatever. Yeah, that's, what, that's what happens. You put something in place that is dumb for long enough, and people are going to try to find ways to, Well, and also, know, crypt, crypto bros are, it. like, trying to recreate things we've had for hundreds of years. Crypto, like crypto bros. Crypt bros. Or, or movies. They, they keep on trying to recreate, like, movies and websites. But on the blockchain, if you're like, dude, you can already do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell the, uh, I'm, I'm gonna sell Rosebud from Citizen Kane for eight million dollars. But uh, so <laughs> yeah, Shield kept a close eye on her, perhaps intending to one day claim her as their own agent. She was uh, closely allied with Trout and Liddell, and she fought the likes of the Virtual Ghosts, the cyberspace remnants of those killed while hooked into virtual reality. I love this 90 ass 90s ass story. It's so 90s. Oh my god. So it's 90s. So 90s. I love it. Um Mysterio believed to be Quentin Beck and Trastech who sought to use her for their own ends 
uh, sought their own and further their own ends. Uh, she worked alongside Death Duty, a secret group of five S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, all resurrected as cyborgs. <laughs> I need to read this story. Um, Talk about an NFT, right? Yeah. Uh, and others Non-functional terrestrial, hey. Involving the mysterious Red Mist virus, who was accidentally introduced uh, into the government super soldier, introduced into the government super soldier program. She then um, teamed up with Earth 616, a dark angel, uh, helping Prince Donald Bane, or Ban, to claim his throne on the extra-dimensional realm of Gildren after the evil Mendez had slain Donald's father, the king. I don't know what was happening in that paragraph, but I want to read it real bad. Um, I don't know what I need to read, but I'll read it, and I'll be real happy. Because that sounds bonkers in a way that I need to know more about. Um, okay, <clears throat> so in, in 2021... Dr. Necker, the next, uh, Dr. Necker's next minion, attempted to incorporate material from Charnel and led the formation of the violently unstable powerhouse Death Metal. Undaunted by her failure, De- Necker tracked Death's head from Earth 616 to, sorry, to Earth 616, where the effort, where efforts to create a new minion cyborg instead temporarily restored Charnel's to life. Death head. Death Metal and Death Rack teamed up to destroy a divergent reality charnel of Earth uh, 9939. All three uh, minion cyborgs became adventurers across space and time. Deathhead spent a significant time on Earth 616, encountering the Avengers, Dark Angel, Kill Power, the Knights of uh, Pendragon, Motormouth, Warheads, the X Men, and many, many more. In 2099 AD of Earth 2 of of Earth 928 Deathhead slew Bergen. <laughs> yep. All right, I got to let you know. This is a very dense move oh, it for for this podcast. Yeah, I this is I I said I was going to do two episodes this week. This would have been split up in two because this is the Oh my gosh. Ooh, let's say ooh, just <sighs> Did, did I make a mistake? No. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Uh, uh, Death Metal was sent to Calgary, uh, Canada, of Earth six one six, where he rampaged mindlessly until he w- until he slew and assimilated the mind of the noble alien warrior Argon, seeking his own destruction. Uh, Death Metal battled Alpha Flight, but Aurora's soothing light calmed him, and he departed Earth. Returning one week later, Death Metal implanted its own genetic material combined with samples stolen from Madison Jeffries, Box, and genetics member Vesper, Ronnie Jot- Winder. God, that's a name. Um, into the womb of the mutant Krista Moran, hoping to father a child which could slay him. Death Metal, Death Metal then sought, uh, Solitude on a distant planet only for Mistech. By the way, Mistech, I have no idea. I need to read so much more on Mistech to understand a single thing. Because it comes up a decent amount, actually. Um, To seek force... For Mistech to seek forcefully acquiring his services as their agent, Death Metal provoked a battle with the Mistech techno-wizards, hoping that they could destroy him. They indeed damaged him to the point where he could voluntarily discorporate, but he learned that 
they planned to exterminate an entire planet of innocence. So he reformed himself to stop them. In the course of his adventures, he also encountered another suicidal warrior, Brass Knuckles, as well as the Enomatic Spirit, who actually worshipped death metal. Having found out a purpose in life, the destruction of Mystech, he wow. took Spirit and Brass Knuckles as allies and teleported away. By the way, death metal showed up in Death Cubed. Yep. Speaking of a less depressing future, um, in another Yay. further alternate Earth future, Earth 8912, circa 2093, Arno Stark's grandson, uh, Andros, inherited his company and armor, serving as the Iron Man of that era. Andros teamed up with his world's aged, aged Doctor Doom to, in a plot to conquer the Earth. Previous set plans to foil it had hit a snag. The Sorcerer Merlin had set in set into motions events that would reincarnate the legendary author Pendragon, but the parents he chosen had frozen their embryo until they were ready for a child, resulting in Arthur, Arthur only being eight years old at the time when he was needed. It's very Mer- forward of them. Well, no, it's forward of them, but also kind of messed up a bunch of things. Oh, no, like, it, yeah. Okay, can you imagine an eight-year-old with a sword trying to go up against Dr. Doom and someone in Iron Man armor. No. Like, what? Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dang it. Yes. I gotta uh, go up against Dr. Doom. Merlin uh, transported uh, Iron (laughs) Man. And tomorrow I've got a math test. Transported Iron Man. Uh, Tony Stark and Doctor Doom of Earth 616 across time to assist him with the younger Doom slaying his counterpart as the elder Doom had done in his youth with Tony Stark wielding the sword of Excalibur to overcome Andros. That is a really weird crossover, by the way. A very weird crossover. It's one of those uh, one of those uh, stories that people are just like, why did this happen? And uh, <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. So, you know, it got past editorial, probably. Um, <laughs> as long as it, it, it had to have gotten approved by somebody. So, yep. so uh, that's that is uh, that is 2020 AD. Or wow, Earth, what a uh, what a journey. Or Earth 8410. Now, uh, this is where we're going to put it in the drop art. Um, let's do some trivia time. Oh no. Um, okay. for, for the listener, I had to take a break so I could go watch after my toddler for uh, about 10 minutes. So any information that I might have learned during the previous 30 minutes, uh, it, it's it's gone. It's very much gone. So uh, let's let's see together how this goes. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? How many death heads are there? Three? Two. Two. Well, I was close. You know, I thought I'd go easy <laughs> on you, but, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long night. Like, uh, <laughs> All right. We need, we need, here's what we need, really, really need to do is stop scheduling these podcasts after I do my own live stream. Yeah. So, well... <laughs> Well, we'll figure that out in the future, but, but, but yeah, we're, what we're, a, what a shift, what a change, but we've done, um, yeah, those are the first two episodes of 
this uh this new era um we're still gonna be a couple weeks away from from an actual character <laughs> so well that's all right yeah so uh well, would you have any other thoughts about about this no no okay yeah i'm i'm it's it's been a very long night and my baby just screamed at me because all I wanted to do was hold her. And that's, as a dad, one of the saddest things that you can witness. That your baby just doesn't want you. The, the thing that you made into creation. Um, um, so. I mean, mm, did you? You made you did a little bit. I was uh, 2% of the creation of life. You had a fun night. Okay, let me say, maybe, maybe, <laughs> uh, I, I will say upwards of 10%. Mm, I don't know. Because, well, here's the thing. There is a portion of life bringing that does not exist without enjoyment. I don't know. Ben Shapiro has three kids. All right. Less than 1% of <laughs> my contribution to the fact that there is a new child in the world. Okay. Um, uh, it's I mean, very sad, but <laughs> just, just wait till, uh, just wait till she gets around, I don't know, like three or four and she starts like somehow pin, like pinpoint accuracy, like just hitting all of your insecurities. Finding the things that make me real sad. Daddy, why do you, why does your stomach hang over your belt? Yeah, dad, dad, daddy, why are why are your thighs the size of your head? Dad, if you're daddy, ever feeling like real great about yourself, just like talk to like a three year old for a little bit. Um, now, now sometimes <laughs> you're lucky and they just compliment you, and then you know you're right to feel okay. But yeah, <laughs> but but it is also motivation for me to like take better care of myself because uh, I don't know. I, like, it, well, here's the thing: like, if an outspoken toddler is thinking these things, then certainly there are more people who are feeling the way that they are. They are just not courageous enough to speak up about it. Uh, a toddler once once asked me, why am I, why, why do I look so sad in my eyes? And, um, oh, that's you know, brutal. That's it's brutal. Just, <laughs> and it's just like, uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my <laughs> yeah. entire life. Um, it was, uh, yeah, my, my baby, my baby nephew said that. And, uh, yeah. it really literally haunted me to this day. Like, I don't know how to get rid of the sadness in my eyes. Cause like I was playing with him. I was fairly happy at the time. And like, he just, you know, he just asked. And, you know, well, life, as they say, finds a way. Well, that being said, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, well, why are you so sad behind your eyes? You know, you just have you just have sad well, human eyes. Apparently, why am I? Why am I so sad? It's because I suffered a lot of emotional trauma when I was growing up. But <laughs> okay. Um, we're done. That's it. We're done. Uh, wait, I wait. did my I did my plugs, didn't I? <laughs> this is this has been uh, Alphabet Flight. It may contribute protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.